Welcome everybody to the February GPS Training Podcast. It's myself, John, um, from GPS Training, and I've got Andy with me again this week. Hello. So hope you all had a, a good month. Um, we're again streaming the podcast live on Facebook, so if you do access to Facebook, go and look at what we look like, and I'll also be making a, a copy of it and uploading it to YouTube, so you want to see what we look like, and see us recording the podcast live, uh, have a look either on our Facebook page, which is GPS Training UK, or alternatively, have a look on our YouTube channel. So, without further ado, let's get on with today's podcast. In today's podcast, we are looking and chatting over the following. Garmin Expressed, is this the way forward? We are in the field look at the Garmin Topo Pro mapping, the 1 to 25,000 mapping from Garmin that has off-road routable data within national parks. We have Andy's top tips, which is both SatMap and Garmin. And the big debate for this month is walking with your GPS, should we have it set as track or north up? We're going to discuss an offer we've got in regard to the online resource, like our online training area, where you can get free access for one month. Garmin Express. What is it and what can we do with it? So this is something that's come to the fore over the last couple of months, Andy. So what is Garmin Express and what can we do with it? So Garmin Express is a free software application that you download from the internet to interface with your Garmin GPS device or watch. What, we, what Garmin use, Express used to be used for mainly was the fitness devices, the fitness watches, for connecting your fitness watch for the first time to a Garmin account. But what we're finding now, Garmin Express does a lot more features, especially with some of the newer Garmin GPS devices. So it's definitely an application that you want to download to your computer if you have got a Garmin. And it is an application, isn't it? It's an application we need GPS. to download onto your PC or Mac. Yeah, it's PC or Mac friendly. If you simply go on whatever internet browser you use and type in Garmin Express software for yeah. Windows or Garmin Express software mm -hmm. for Mac, you'll see a download straight away that you can down a link to a download. Right. Put it on your computer. Once it's loaded on your computer, you'll find it in your program uh, pro programs. Um, the icon actually looks like a, a sort of world globe does, in yeah. a little sort of orangey uh, teardrop symbol. Yeah. That's the icon for Garmin Express. So you get the Garmin Express on your computer and then open it up. And then we can talk through what, what you can do with this Express software. Yeah. So the things we can do are, first thing is registering units, isn't it? So if you get a new GPS unit, you plug it in, it will detect that unit, doesn't it? Yeah, so Garmin Express, you first open it up. You haven't got a unit um, registered. When you plug your Garmin GPS device into your computer using the USB cable, you'll see on Garmin Express, there's a little plus symbol where you click add device and you can change how your computer sees your device, the yeah. name, and it lets you cr either create a Garmin account if you haven't already got one, yeah. or if you've already got a Garmin account, you can use Garmin Express to link your new unit to your account by adding your email address in. Fantastic, and then the next thing is it updates the unit software, doesn't it? So when you first connect a GPS device unit to Garmin Express, the first thing it will do is 
check for updates. It'll say check in for updates and it'll prompt you if there's any updates available. And in the past, to update GPS units, we used to have something called Garmin Web Updater. Can we still download Garmin Web Updater or is yeah. that gone? No, there's two programs that still get used for updating your software. John's mentioned Web Updater, which again, you search Garmin Web Updater, you'll find it on the internet as a download. Actually, on Garmin Basecamp, you have options with the device heading on Windows yeah. or on a Mac, you can highlight your device. But to be honest, we find Garmin Express far easier. Mm -hmm. Just to, it, it prompts here that there's updates there when yeah. you connect your GPS device. So I'd use Garmin Express to update the firmware yeah. in your unit. Brilliant. And then what else can we do? So now the units that have got topo active mapping, which are the eTrex 2535, 750T, and 20X and 30X as well, we can update that mapping, can't we, through this? Uh, yeah. this so I don't know if Express. anyone's aware, if you've bought a unit off, as John's mentioned, the range of units there that come with this topo active European mapping, um, the 20X and 30X have the Western Europe, and if you've got a Etrex Touch 25T or 35T from us and the 750T, they have both Western and Eastern Europe. Using Garmin Express, when it checks for updates, it'll tell you if there's any firmware updates for your unit. It could mm -hmm. be language updates, things like that. But you'll also get a prompt if there's an update for your European map. And those updates are free for life. Um, the one thing I would mention, if you've got a unit with the Western European map and only, so that's the Etrex 20X, 30X, just follow the prompts for updating. Yeah. But you've got a unit with both the Western and Eastern European. We find if you try and update both map sets at the same time, you can have problems. It takes a long time. We recommend when you get a prompt to say there's updates for your Western or Eastern European mapping, yeah. you just select one first, do that. And then when you plug it in again, it'll say there's an update, say, for the Eastern European. Yeah. You do the two separately. Right, that's okay. But it's not the Ordnance Survey mapping. This is the topo active yeah, You mapping. don't get free updates for your Ordnance Survey mapping. That's a one-off license. This for this is for any of you who have bought a unit that has garments, new topo active Western or Eastern European mapping. Brilliant. And to clarify, each X20, X30, X25, 35, and 750T Oregon yeah, are the ones again. there. Okay, the other thing, and this is why this comes to the fore, especially this last week, is uh, during, using the Garmin Express, we can connect the Oregon 700 range to Wi-Fi. Because we've found a few problems with people, haven't we, with this on yeah. the traditional way of doing so it. Anyway. Any of you who have bought an Oregon, one of the new Oregon 700 or 750 GPS devices from us, you probably noticed on your device there's a setting in settings called Wi-Fi, and it lets you connect your Oregon to your Wi-Fi network at home for syncing data, getting weather updates. If you're into live geocaching, things like that. We've had a few calls from customers recently that when they try to manually add their Oregon 700 series mm -hmm. into the Wi-Fi network, it's it's blocking it. And we find some routers, it could be the security settings, there's various reasons it could be. But what we found is if you use Garmin Express, it's a function we didn't realize was there till recently. So again, use this Garmin Express, register your unit, yeah. sync the updates. There's actually a setting in Garmin Express called tools and setup and when you click on tools and setup you see network settings and it allows you with your device set it and um, device plugged in as long as your computer's on the wi-fi network at home that you want to set up your gps to mm -hmm. you can select wi-fi network put in your password for your wi-fi network once you connect it and then when you unplug your gps device your wi-fi network's then set up and it seems to be honest we've had 100 percent success so it's a, it's just another way to put your wi-fi settings into your oregon and the nice thing about this garmin express because it's kind of this next generation of software it 
it doesn't prompt you to do Wi-Fi unless you have a GPS that's compatible with it, is it? So that's a nice thing about it. It knows, it reads what unit it is. Right, you've got an Orange 700 range. Right, let's get onto the Wi-Fi. Yeah, so you'll good. find, you know, depending on what unit you've got, you go into tools and settings, you'll have different options for different units. So the Oregon 700, 750, you will see that option in the tools on Garmin Express to do Wi-Fi settings. That's fantastic. And then the final thing with Garmin Express is we can manage our Connect IQ apps, can't we? And this is Oregon 700 range only, is it, Andy? 700 and 750 again. There's an app called the Garmin Connect app, which normally you put on a mobile device, like a tablet or a phone. We have lots of videos on our online resource talking about the mobile mm -hmm. app. What's nice, again, from this Garmin Express, once you've set up your unit using Garmin Express, there's an option for the Oregon 700, 750 to say, connect to my Garmin Connect account. Yep. And when you click on that, it lets you set up this Connect account, which has extra information that it syncs from your unit. The same, It's the same app that you have on a mobile phone or tablet, but you can then open up that exact same app on your computer so it does a lot of things this Garmin Express so it is definitely worth it's certainly the way at. forward I think by the looks it's the way that Garmin are going going forward and if you talk, look back to a previous podcast we talked about the IQ apps on previous ones I think it was one when Tom was here I think we talked about I, yeah. I can't remember I think it was maybe, maybe our first or second uh, mm -hmm. podcast we talked about the IQ apps that you yeah. can install so one thing we're, we're starting to do over the coming weeks we're going to do lots of new videos on using Garmin Express and we'll be adding them onto the online resource so any of you have got access to our online training resource you'll be able to see those videos on the Garmin Express we'll be adding them over the coming weeks so just keep an eye out for that new section so that's Garmin Express so if you don't if you've not got Garmin Express just download it it's free from Garmin you just download it and we can just go over the things there so we can register our units on Garmin Express we can update our unit software uh, we can update the topo active mapping it's very useful for the Oregon 700 range. We can connect it to the Wi-Fi, and then we can manage the Connect app and also the Connect IQ apps that yeah. we can download within it. So again, it's something Andy was just saying there, we're putting quite a bit in the online resource. We just started doing some videos this week, and we're gonna do some more videos next week just to kind of get everybody au fait with that. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about the online resource a little bit later in the podcast today. The next thing in the podcast today is um, we're going to put the Garmin Topo Pro 1 to 25,000 maps through their paces. Well, it's a bit windy and we're in the Peak District today. So we've just been visiting the EM Youth Hostel in the Peak District because we've just been wrecking for a new GPS training course we've got in February uh, there. So it's the first time we've had a course there. So we've been visiting that this morning and we thought we'll tie it in with a nice walk. Why not? Um, but we uh, stayed in Buxton last night and we woke up to snow, which is interesting. So we had snow in Buxton this morning. Thankfully, as we drove over to Ian, um, the snow has kind of melted, but we're left with a misty, wet, windy, horrible February day. So, not deterred by this, because we're all hardened walkers, aren't we? Um, we decided to put the Topo Pro mapping from Garmin through its paces. Now, the Topo Pro Garmin mapping is... Let me start by saying it's £349. We'll get that out of the way before we start. It's £349. So what's so special about it? It's 1 to 25,000 mapping um, of the whole of Great Britain. But within national parks, it have what's called routable data in there. So what's routable data? Routable data gives us this turn-by-turn -turn experience. So um, you can literally click on a location you would like to go to, and your GPS will route you via the footpaths or the roads 
to get to that location so it's um it's 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 superb it's a it's a great piece of kit now what i did before we headed out here yesterday um, on Garmin Basecamp. I created a eight-mile walk. So all I did was click three points on the map. I realized we started from the youth hostel, so I clicked on the youth hostel for my starting point. I then clicked literally about three miles north of there and clicked that. The GPS, the, the, the via, via Basecamp and uh, the, uh, the Topo Pro mapping, um, I got routed via the footpaths uh, to that location. I then went across a little bit to the west created about two miles further over created another waypoint and then created a waypoint back in Ian village uh, so by just creating uh, three waypoints on the map um, I created this circular walk which is I think it's just under eight miles in length and that's what we're out walking now so we set off it's a bit swelchy underfoot to say the least uh, but it's, it's been it's been fantastic it's, it's a really nice key thing really that I've noticed with this mapping is a how easy it was to plan and secondly, at the top of the map page, instead of having my compass rows, I've now got like, you no know, trail, turn left in 2.0 miles. So it's, it's kind of a route card. If you tap on that at the top, a route card falls out for the whole of your route, which is really nice, really great feature. Um, and then you can see exactly where you're going to go to. So it's telling you how you're going to walk on this path for X number of miles, and then you're going to turn right onto another path or onto another other uh, road or something like that so it's really it's, it's it's great it's really great and it's taking me where I would want to go so if I plan this on Garmin base camp in what we call a direct manner clicking on uh, a corner uh, making a waypoint every time there's a corner in a path I would have gone the same route that this mapping is taking us so it's uh yes yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a, a good experience and uh, it's it's really good so I'm going to carry on head on our way um, so it's a little bit blustery uh, thankfully the rain stopped uh, for the time being, um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm actually running this on the Oregon 750. I, again, you can run it on any GPS units uh, you want, but I'm running on my Oregon 750 today, and uh, it's it's nice. It's a different when we've been navigating using a direct manner for a number of uh, years. It's nice to have something slightly different. So, got some cracking views. We're up up above the village of Ian, looking down on it, and that's absolutely stunning. No, stunning views, even for February. We've got some stunning views so uh, it's nice to get out isn't it in winter and get a few miles under your belt uh, so i'll catch up with you in a little bit as we get on further down the trail when you're out in the countryside, aren't you? So I've been using the Oregon 750 since it first came out, actually. You've seen my review online. Uh, I got the GPS units. Um, first day it came out, we actually go into mega big geocaching event that weekend. So I unpacked the box, played with it, did a review of it. It's the first time I've ever said, I like this unit, so I'm going to keep it. So I actually kept this unit and I've been using it ever since. It's performed really well. And it's lovely because we've had software updates. Uh, I love how it connects to your mobile phone. I love how, how um, it connects to your Wi-Fi. And you do, uh, geo I do a little bit of geocaching, not an awful lot, but it's got this wireless geocaching on it, which means that when you're out and about, you can say, oh, I wanna go geocaching now. And using your phone data, it just downloads all those geocaches onto. So it's a cracking feature. So I think the uh, Topo Pro that we've got here, is a worthy addition um, 
you'll see that we bundle it in with units or you can buy it separately um, but I think it's a it's a worthy addition a little bit of snow crunching what do you expect in February in the in the uh, beat district so yeah, a little bit of snow last night which is nice certainly a great time of the year to get out and do a bit of walking isn't it so second to none I also walked uh, between Christmas and New Year with the Topo Pro mapping and that routable data. I really liked it. I did some, uh, it's a little bit less, uh, well, it's quite mild, wasn't it, at times between Christmas and New Year. So I did some summits in Northumberland National Park. And uh, I can literally just, uh, there's somewhere based uh, near where we, uh, we're based in, in Rothby, Northumberland, um, called the Simon Side Hills. And it's really nice. I stood at the bottom of Simon Side in the car park and then literally just moved the map to the summit and tapped on the uh, summit and my GPS routed me via the footpaths up to the top of Simon Side Hills. Now I walk there all the time, I've walked there for many years now and it took me the route I would have normally gone so the route I know uh, and would have taken this uh, Topo Pro mapping routed me in exactly the place I would like to go so you can't get much better than that can you really and I think it's really opened up there um, what I also did then is, when I got to the top of the summit, I then just clicked across the ridge, and my GPS routed me across the ridge, and then I stopped my navigator when I got there, and then I'd made a waypoint, similar to what I've done today, back at my car, and I just went where to. Selected my car, and my GPS navigated me back to my car. So, using that routable data, I think was a, a superb feature, and uh, it, yeah, it's a very different way than navigating, because traditionally you're having to plan a route on your GPS beforehand um, you can do it in route planning, it's something we go over on the webinars and come over on our training courses and then the online resources video showing myself showing you how to create a route on your GPS unit but it is quite figgly, there's no two ways about it I always say it's best to pan out a little bit, get an overview of where you want to go then get in there and start planning that route but it, you can only really realistically plan you know, three or four miles and you're completely lost exactly where you are on that map because you have to zoom in so far to get there but by using the topo pro you can like i want to click on the summit the route is the summit i want to click along the ridge it routes along the ridge i want to click back to my car creates back to the car you can quickly do that and you're not going to create those waypoints at all those corners so and it's a great addition and the way that a modern gps unit works by also giving you this route card of turn left after this long turn right after that is what we've all been really wanting for a number of years so I think it's a it's a good addition um, I know if you heard the podcast before Christmas we talked about our Christmas presents uh, we'd all wanted money was no object um, I did choose a topo pro mapping I always said at the time I was a bit too mean to buy it for myself but after using it between Christmas and New Year and then now in the Peak District I really do like it and I think I'll be purchasing one myself so if I'm happy to put my hands in my pocket Hopefully, uh, that's a good stamp of approval. And I also like that extra 125,000 mapping detail that we get. So, yeah, all in all, it's a good piece of kit. We're in a bit of a lane now, so the wind's kind of a shelter. It's a lovely, lovely uh, uh, 
it's limestone flooring on the uh, the track. I wanted to drive up in my car, but it's great for walking on. Um, the ground's been fairly frozen underfoot, which is good. Uh, so it'd be nice and firm underfoot. Uh, but the GPS is uh, not a fault, as I say. I'm very impressed by the route it's chosen. Then you're by clicking three waypoints on the map, and it's routed me exactly where I would like to have gone to. So I think the wind's just died down a little bit now as well, which is nice. We've been walking a few hours now with this Topo Pro. It's it's really quite reassuring. You know, again, it's quite alien for us. You now we've been walking this direct manner from waypoint to waypoint ever since Garmin brought out Odin survey maps on a GPS unit and uh, even before on the old topographical mappings that we used to use so it's been quite alien to get this turn-by-turn um, -turn routing and and having the confidence that it's taken us the right way um, I say I've really liked in the past we normally navigate with that arrow on the top of the map or map page or actually on our compass page but again I appreciate it does count you down on the compass page till your next waypoint and tells you how long it will be before you uh, before you reach that next waypoint. We actually don't know which direction you're going to go until you reach the waypoint and the arrow changes direction. With these route arrows at the top of the map page on this Topo Pro mapping, it tells you you're going to turn right onto a track in you no know, 1.3 miles or whatever, and that's really quite reassuring. It's it's been quite strange to get my head around that, but actually I've quite liked that. Um, and then of course you've still got your details on your compass page telling you what time you're going to arrive back at your, uh, your, your vehicle or however or the, the finish of your walk so that's been quite uh, uh, unusual to see that I say I've really liked that feature and uh, I think it'd be hard to go back to my arrow at the point top of my map page just pointing me in the direction uh, once I've used this it's also been nice to have that extra detail with the 125,000 mapping which we've always craved but actually we've not really bought because it's been uh, expensive yeah, it's still expensive but it's uh, it's nice to have that extra detail on that but I think the key thing is the the turn-by-turn -turn routing this GPS gives us it just makes your route planning either on Garmin base camp or either when you're out walking just so much easier than what we've had in the past um, when we've been planning routes on our GPS so overall it's been good winds dropped down a little bit which is nice it's a bit of water under our feet but Hey, it's good to get out walking, isn't it? Uh, we can perhaps some sheep look a bit sorry. And it's been a long old winter for them. And I think they'll be looking forward to a uh, spring, uh, which is just around the corner. It's hard to think that in six weeks' time they're going to be lambing. And uh, spring will be well and truly sprung. I've noticed a few snowdrops when we've been out walking uh, today. So, uh, yeah, maybe it's just the... Uh, the miserable peak district weather that we've experienced that's made us feel a little bit less spring-like. So overall I've really enjoyed walking with this Topo Pro mapping. We've kind of put it through its paces by planning routes on Garmin Base Camp and it navigates us along those routes uh, by just as we said earlier on just pressing three or four waypoints navigates us to those waypoints but via all the footpaths in between. So so much easier to plan on Garmin Base Camp. We then stopped I don't know, three quarters of the way through that process, I stopped my navigating and I just put in uh, go to and my car, which is uh, back at the uh, youth hostel where we started from. And my GPS navigated back via the paths to get there and, and the road because we actually came into the village, didn't we? So again, can't fault it altogether. 
I say I really like the compass pages giving us the information I still want, which is how long it's going to take me to get to the end. I can't see any downsides on it this moment in time, except I suppose it doesn't work outside the National Park, but it's going to be critical to say, well, actually, it doesn't work everywhere. I do like the 125,000 mapping. I think it's a great addition uh, to my GPS. Um, so, yeah, all together, well done, Garmin. So, uh, hope you've enjoyed a slightly different uh, podcast story out in the hills of the Peak District in February. So, I'm going to hand you back to the guys in the office and they can uh, talk us through to the end of the podcast and again if there's anything you would like us to review in future podcasts just give us a shout and we'll hopefully uh, add those into it thank you Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed that short piece where we put the Topo uh, Pro mapping uh, through its paces in the Peak District. If you need to know any more about the Topo Pro mapping, don't hesitate and get in touch. Next thing on the podcast this month is Andy's top tip. We have a Garmin and a SatMap top tip. I know these are very popular. So, Andy, what's your Garmin top tip for this month? Yeah, Garmin tip, it's the one we've done a few times before, but in the last few weeks, due to a number of calls we've had from customers, we think it's very, very relevant to give you this tip again. On your Garmin GPS device, um, most of the devices we sell, we sell with an Ordnance Survey map card that is a little micro SD card in the back of your unit, sits behind a metal clip behind your batteries. Now, if you've bought a unit from us with the Ordnance Survey 1 to 50 mapping, that map card is worth £200 on its own, so it's a valuable map card. If you've bought the new Topo Pro mapping that John's talking about with this routable trail data, um, the 1 to 25 mapping, that's worth £350. So it's it's a valuable micro SD card that you don't want to lose out of your unit. What we find is sometimes when customers are changing batteries in your unit, especially if your hands are cold this time of year, you accidentally catch this little metal clip that slides up and down to lock the micro SD card in the back of your GPS unit. What we do with GPS training on all our training units, a simple little square of sellotape, once we know the map card's locked in and the, and the clip slid down to the locked position, we put a little bit of sellotape over the metal clip with your micro SD card in and it stops you accidentally catching it. Mm-hmm. And then, because if you drop that little black micro SD card on the ground, trying to find it yeah, is a nightmare. So it's just a little tip, you know, take the batteries out of your unit, your Garmin unit. You'll see the little micro SD card behind a little, it's like a little chrome clip. Make sure it's locked down in place. There's an arrow up and down to say lock it open. Just a little bit of clear sellotape. Over the metal clip. And just to point out there, because we do get a few, but this happens, as Andy says, this is a phone call that happens, I'm going to say most weeks, if not every week, where, where week. people will say, I've lost this. But then they often will say, oh, I've still got the bigger card. But actually, that bigger card you got is actually just an adapter, isn't it? There's nothing on that. Yeah, if you lose that micro SD card, that's it. It's gone. It's, it's, you've lost a physical product. It can't be replaced. When we send out the units to our customers, we put that card in the back of the unit for you. But you do get a, the original packet that the map card was in. And what customers often ask us there's a large SD card in that packet that has no data on it it's just the storage card if you ever had to take your card out and put it in storage because you put a different map card in say for another country that's where you should store your card there's a little slot at the top of that blank large SD um, adapter so So if you lose the micro SD card that's it sadly you've got to get another one okay 
Andy, your sat map top tip for this month? Yeah. Um, sat map top tip. Keep um, your sat map units like a computer. You should check for updates on a regular basis. Now, what's nice with the new SatMap Active 20, you can do this without having to plug your GPS device into a computer. So any of you who have bought your new Active 20 device, you've got a setting called a screen called Wi-Fi, link it to your Wi-Fi network, and then there's an option on that screen to check for software updates. The nice thing about software updates is it'll it could add features, it could improve something that's already on the unit. As we know, it can fix bugs from time to time, but I like the fact it'll add new features. And the reason why I mentioned this as a tip today, the SatMap Active 20 unit in the last software update, which is version 3.11.671, you can check what version you've got in your unit in setup and about. They've added a new feature a feature called search so from making sure your unit's updated you get new features and this new search feature we've just put a video on our online training resource and it's a great feature that lets you uh, search for information in your device when you're out and about and uh, the one that we've been using is called mountains and fells so you can type in the name of a mountaintop and it'll move the map to that mountaintop yeah. if you download that data mm -hmm. set so just keep your unit up to date yeah. using the wi-fi screen and look at these new features and again and he was just talking about then the online resource we've got a video up this week in the online resource if you go into units and then sat map uh, active 20 i think we put about a third or fourth up from the bottom we decide there's a video there showing you around that it's new called, search yeah, primary uh, search screen pri new primary yeah. screen search function so please have a look on the online resource and that's new good. feature fantastic thank you for your top tips and if there's anything you would like us to uh, give top tips on in future podcasts don't hesitate and get into it The big debate this month is walking with your GPS, should we have it as north up or track up? So before we jump into this debate, we need to clarify what the difference is. So Andy, what's the difference between north up and track up? Yeah. So in both Garmin and SatMap GPS devices, you have a setting on the map screen, either in settings or from the map screen, where you can say that you want the map to be set as trail up or track up, which is um, basically means as you walk, as long as you've calibrated your electronic compass if you've got a device with an electronic compass as you move your gps device and turn your body the map will actually move with you and turn the way you're pointing yep. so the trail at the top so the way you're heading it lines the map page up for you that's it so you're looking up the screen as such aren't yeah, you? To, to the way you're heading again this is with the units with the electronic compasses and as long as you've calibrated your electronic compass when you're stationary it'll show you the way you're heading and then the units that haven't got an electronic compass as you're moving it'll show the way you're heading. So that's that's trail up. And then north up. So you have an option in your GPS units again, or you know whether it be SatMap or Garmin, you can set your GPS map page to be north up, which means as you move, there's a little indicator, certainly on the Garmin, you have a little triangle indicator shown where you are. That'll move and point the way you're heading, but the map page will always be pointing in a north direction. On the sat map units, you have a little circle showing where you are, but the, the map page itself will be pointing always in north if you've set it to north up. Right, so that's on both sat map and Garmin. We've got this option we've of setting option, as track yeah. up or north up. 
is there any battery saving benefits of either? Yeah, if I mean, I've not noticed a massive difference, but there is definitely some benefit there. If you do have the unit set in north up, use a little bit less battery because the computers in both SatMap and Garmin aren't having to work out which way to line the map up. So it does use a little bit less battery. I don't know how much it actually saves. It's not a function I tend to go into, but you can't if your batteries are getting low at the end of the day and you haven't got spare batteries, changing that map page to north up will save a little bit of battery. Is there any other benefits or downsides from one to the other, do you think, or not? Is it just personal preference? Personally, I prefer trail up because, you know, when I walked with a paper, I said, when I walked with a paper map, I'll still carry a paper map. Mm -hmm. I still go out with paper maps. What I would do with a paper map is use my compass to line up the paper map with the way I'm heading. So as I walk, I can see what's coming up on yeah. the map. So to be honest, on the GPS screen, I prefer when I'm walking to see the map on the screen pointing the way I'm heading. Yeah. But you get that situation where you maybe stop and you want to read something on the map, a place name, and what we all do with our paper map, we would have turned our paper map round. So it's, people say the right way up, but yeah. you know what, you know, so you can read the right thing with it north up. So on your GPS device, changing it to north up to read a place name yeah. is great. And then I would normally put it back to trail up. But John's right, it is personal preference. I have some customers who prefer, you know, they walk with their maps in north up and just move their thumb along the map as they get to a various points. So there is customers who will walk with their GPS as north up. It is a personal preference. Mm. So you would prefer trail up or track? I yeah. definitely walk with trail yeah. up because I, I want the GPS to do the work for me and show me the yeah. way I'm heading by putting it in trail up. I'm exactly the same. I would always walk with trail up. My GPS is always set that way. I've never ever changed. It's something I would change um, during my first setup and keep it that way because I say it's nice to see where you're going and again you're you're down usually at the bottom quarter of it and then you've got the whole map in front mm -hmm. of you as well so you can see clear further ahead of where you're going so uh, so hopefully that's the big debate this week which was um, which we prefer either north up or trail or track up um, and we both decided that for once that we agree that we'll both have our GPSs set up so it's trail up and we're seeing exactly where we're going. Next thing on the GPS Train podcast this month is free access to the online resource. We very rarely give anything away for free, so we thought we'd better mention it on the podcast. So you've maybe heard us talk about the uh, GPS training podcast, either um, in past podcasts or in our newsletter, if you get our newsletter. So firstly, Andy, what is the GPS training online resource? Our online training resource is an excellent um, an excellent utility for getting you started with your GPS device and continue learning with your GPS device and the planning software. We give it for free if you buy a unit from us. You get it free for a year, normally £25. And when you log into that online training resource from our website, 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, you see absolutely loads of videos on using your unit, using the software for your unit. And we keep it fresh. We don't. You don't just, you know, if, if Garmin or SatMap don't add a new feature, it doesn't mean that we're not adding new videos because we continually add, um, there's a new section called Top Tips. Yep. So every week or two, we'll add a new video on, on tips. So it's always getting added to. But as we mentioned earlier, we talked about this new SatMap feature. 
called the search function so we've now added a video so if manufacturers change or add new features for the gps's or software we'll add new videos to this online training resource. and it's something we work on all the time so if something if we get a number of questions about a certain things right let's let's create a video about it. let's put in the online resource either within the unit or garmin base camp or alternatively we'll put it in these top tips we keep fresh if you get our newsletter you see there's top tips at the bottom and uh, we we link to those every week so firstly as we've now explained what the online resource is how do we get to the online resource if you go to our website which is gpstraining.co.uk and across the top menu bar you'll see a uh, it says online resource just click on there it actually takes you to a different website it's a different website altogether so if you've got a username and password for gps training it's a different username and password for the online resource and when you're on the online resource homepage, even before you log in, down at the bottom there's a little video, which Andy's just done this week actually, which shows people inside that online resource. So if you don't, if you don't have access to it, you can click on the little video and Andy kind of shows you around. It's like a screen grab of him showing you around the online resource. Normally £25 a year. Um, but if you bought a GPS unit from ourselves, it's free for the first year. But as we're saying, in February, uh, for the rest of this month, and it will stop at the end of the month, um, you, you, we're giving you free access for one month. So if you want to take up on the offer, just drop us an email. It's office at gpstraining.co.uk. And in the subject line, put free, sorry, in the subject line, put free access to online resource February offer. If you get the GPS training uh, top tech and team news uh, Friday newsletter, you'll see there's a link in there to actually to a, a landing page where you can put your own email address in there and we'll sign you up. Just be aware because we don't normally do this, we're having to sign people up manually. So if you send us an email at um, seven o'clock on a, a Saturday evening, more than likely you will get signed up till Monday mid, mid morning, late, uh, early afternoon by the time we've caught up and everything. So it's not an automated process because we, we don't normally do this. So if you do sign up, just be patient. Um, uh, you won't be able to access it straight away. We will manually uh, sign you up. And our thoughts are, if you look inside the online resource, look at all the top tips. If you had a month of it, surely you're going to think that's a great, that's a great resource. And uh, I'll be honest with you, we're doing it to hope that you pay your £25 a year and sign up to it. Uh, and and as, as Andy says, we keep updating it um, week on week. It's literally week yeah. on week. A lot it? of customers have commented recently that when they've had it for the year, they are renewing because they like the fact we keep it fresh and we add new videos all the time. So customers who've had the free year are still signing up again, which is great. It shows hopefully we're doing something right with what we're adding and changing the videos and keeping it fresh when something new comes out. And the nice thing is there's really basic things in there, you know, like resetting your trip and track data, but then there's videos on how to download Garmin, uh, the bird's eye mapping, how to download the satellite imagery, how to get it to view on you. So actually things that you're going to do once or twice, but actually when you do it again a year later or two years later, I can't remember how to do that, the video is there, yeah. but actually the things you do on a daily basis, there's videos, so even you're starting from a very low level, it's there, but actually more advanced things are there, aren't you? And the top tips that Annie does are, are really good. We have some good fun doing the top tips. Yeah. So again, there's there's loads of them there, unit specific, and there's base camp ones as well, and sat map ones. Yeah. Um, so uh, get yourself signed up, free for a uh, a month, and then hopefully uh, you'll like what you see. So to finish off podcast number six, many thanks for listening and let us know if there's anything you would like to cover in future podcasts. Um, 
Give us a call at GPS Training if you want any training on your GPS units. We, again, we do nationwide courses and we also do webinars, which are these live seminars that we do in the evenings and the online resource we've been talking about. And especially if you're thinking of upgrading or getting a outdoor GPS unit, just give us a call and uh, we can guide you through that process. We've got some really good videos on the website showing you each of the units uh, that, uh, that we have. Tell a friend, please, about the podcast and also about GPS training. So if you're in a walking group, can you spread the word a little bit about the podcast and also about GPS training as a company? And don't forget, you can watch our recording of the podcast on our Facebook page, which is GPS Training UK, or on our YouTube channel, which is GPS Training. And please, please don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast on whatever platform or podcast player you are listening on. Many thanks, Andy, for joining me on this, the sixth episode of GPS Training Podcast. Thank you. And uh, again, thanks very much, Andy, for all your uh, help getting this together. And uh, if anybody's got any thoughts or feedback, don't hesitate and just give us a call. And we look forward to number seven podcast next month. Thanks for listening.